Well, uh, of course, as promised, uh, I have in studio with me now uh, the Imam of the Darul Islam Masjid uh, in Saudi State, and this is uh, um, Sheikh Irfan Abrams, uh, and we obviously going to be talking about a very serious topic this evening. But before we even get into anything else, Sheikh Assalamu Alaikum and welcome. Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Inshallah, Jumma Mubarak to Sheikh. Now Sheikh's uh, term, school term is finished, uh, and a lot of admin that still needs to be done. But Sheikh, so much for being here this morning. Yes, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Sheikh, today we're speaking about the current occurrences in Masjid al-Aqsa in Palestine and we know that we've, we've heard the news reports uh, a lot of developments over the past couple of weeks so a very serious things to be talking about this morning inshallah uh, but uh, without further ado hand over to Sheikh Faita Fadl Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wa bi nasta'een wa sallallahu ala sinna Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahibi jma'een Firstly we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has granted us to be a believing Ummah and made us Muslimin. And on this great and holy day of Yom Jumu'ah, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to assist those who are oppressed, to help those who are oppressed, to remove their difficulties from them, place contentment on their hearts, and place of sabr on their hearts. This Ummah is faced with many challenges. And Majl Aqsa is one of the greatest challenges this Ummah is faced with. Besides what's happening in other parts of the world. What happened in Syria? What happened in Iraq? What happened in Egypt? What happened in Afghanistan? Etc. Etc. The list goes on. What happened in Yemen? The list goes on and on and on. We need to look at ourselves and say to ourselves: Are we able to change the situation? And then, obviously, we come to the conclusion that we cannot. We cannot change situations, but we can play a role, even a very small role in trying to bring a change. Whether it is through our teachings, whether it is through the beautiful radio station, whether it is through organizations who bring awareness to the world, or whether it is people who take this cause very serious. Yes, changes might come but this change will not come overnight but everybody can play a role to make it work to bring about the changes if you look at the years of apartheid apartheid didn't collapse overnight it took many years for apartheid to dismantle it took lots of effort and many people lost their lives in the sacrifice for this country. So that today, we live in a country of democracy. And all those who played a role must be saluted. But these principles, they never compromised on principles. That is, where we, that is why we are where we are today. With the entire, or most of the country in the world, 
boycott South Africa in the apartheid time and era. It helped. All these things help. So we must, we as South Africans, must never forget the legacy that the ANC had at that time and the legacy that the late President Nelson Mandela Madiba left behind for this country. And this morning I was thinking and I said to myself, when people sacrificed for the freedom and a better life for all South Africans, we were sincere and were successful. But when we fought for our pockets to make sure that everybody or whoever is fighting with the pockets only, we are losing our fight. We are losing our principles. If you look at what's happening in Palestine, the land of Palestine, every blind, deaf and dumb person can see. Meaning, it is so obvious. It is so obvious. Israel, the Zionists, what they are doing in the land of Palestine, what they're doing in Al-Majl Aqsa at the moment is extremely dangerous. Violation of the sanctity of Majl Aqsa. Total disregard for the place of worship. And the world sees it. That besides the killing of the Palestinian people, that besides the torturing of the Palestinian people, the world sees it. They see what's happening in the apartheid Israel. Where are our leaders? Where are our leaders? Total disregard for the place of worship. And so they will continue and continue and continue. It's very unfortunate and very sad that the leadership of the world, most of them are nothing but a lot of puppets. They see the struggle of the Palestinian people. They see the apartheid Israel. They see what's happening. But very few of them would take their rightful positions. So I want to commend the Muslim Judicial Council. I would commend the Al-Quds Foundation of South Africa. And I would commend all those organizations, the PSA, all of them who bring the awareness to the people of South Africa with regards to the oppression of the Palestinian people. At this particular moment, the violation of the sanctity of Al-Majl al-Aqsa al-Mubarak. Sheikh, um, if we can just now look at uh, 
uh, as she has beautifully outlined uh, the the dire situation in terms of um, what has been what is happening in terms of how we perceive it. But uh, just give us uh, some practical examples in terms of what's what has has happened. Um, as she has mentioned, the compound has been taken over. Um, what is currently happening now uh, physically in the in the surrounds of of uh, of Masjid Aqsa, which of course we know is not just the dome of the rock. It is quite a significant piece of of, of what land. the Zionists are busy doing. They want to determine a portion of the mosque for them and a portion of the tithe that belongs to them. That is the Masjid Aqsa and they force themselves into it. The natural reaction of the Palestinian people is they are not going to allow it to happen. Whether they have to die, whatever. And I've seen personally how women are safeguarding the Masjid Al-Aqsa at this particular moment. They force themselves into the Masjid Al-Aqsa. They force themselves into it. And have total disregard for the Masjid Al-Aqsa. So we are saying, Masjid Al-Aqsa is not for you. You cannot Deprive us of this holy masjid to make salah and use it 24-7 as a place of worship for the Muslim Ummah. And the problem is that people rebel against that type of attitude and that type of behavior and that type of action taken by the Zionists. The army and the police. So, at the moment, people are resisting. They stand firm against that, which results in the police using brutal tactics against the Muslims in at the Masjid Aqsa. And I want to say, bless others women. Bless others women. Bless are those Palestinian women who stand shoulder to shoulder in defying the police, in defying the army. I've seen it on numerous, on lots of videos. So, I would just say to our Muslim women in South Africa, make dua for your sisters in Palestine who defends Al-Masjid al mubarak with the physical bodies. Allahu Akbar. So, it is going from worse to worse. At this particular moment, it is going from worse to worse. It's not every week, it's now every day. So the provocation is getting worse. They provoke not only the people of Palestine, but they provoke the Muslim Ummah. You cannot provoke people and say it's okay. You cannot transgress the holiness of the place of worship and say it's okay. What do you expect people to do? What do you expect people to say? Tomorrow what should happen? What would you think would happen? If it happened with the Kaaba, it happened with Makkah, it happened with Medina. What do you expect people to say? So still? No. So, we are not able to physically help the people on that side. But we can pray for them. 
We can make dua for them. And we can continue with educating people and bring the awareness to what is happening there and all those people in South Africa who support the Zionists. We need to take a stand against them. Like, and that's why I, do, uh, I made a comparison, what's happening in South Africa in the apartheid years is exactly what's been happening for many years in apartheid Israel. So we have a job to do. Whether we go for a march, whether we have a big walk, whether we educate people, we talk to people, whether we bring to them the awareness of what is happening, but all these things are important. And I did mention at the MGC and Al-Quds Foundations Africa, Alhamdulillah, and this is very important. And I said it to the, to the Musallin in the Masjid last night, when they had a program there last night, making people aware of the plight of the Palestinian people, making people aware of the danger that Masjid Al-Aqsa is faced with, and what can we do as part of the Muslim Ummah to educate the people and bring the awareness in the hearts and minds of all the people. So what you're saying is that we have programs going. We had a march a few days ago. We had, we'll be having another a walk for freedom of al Masjid Al-Aqsa on Sunday coming the 4th of October. And I beautifully explained to people when and where it's going to be. And we are the public. All, everybody, Muslim and non-Muslim, to show the solidarity with the people of Palestine in the protection and preservation of Ahmed al-Aqsa al-Mubarak and in support of the Palestinian people. So my dear brother, we are all very concerned. And sometimes you feel your hands are tied. Sometimes you feel you are the very little that we can do. But I am saying to you, these programs that we have on the radio, these programs that Mona Ehsan Hendricks has on the radio weekly, speaking about the plight of the Palestinian, programs that you have in every masjid right over the Western Cape, Alhamdulillah, makes an impact on many people. Give them the feeling of what our duties and responsibilities are towards Masjid Al-Aqsa. Now, why is this awareness so important? Now, I want to draw a comparison here. If you look at my children, or our children, children, children today, they do not appreciate what they have today. But we, and those older than me, and the senior people, they knew the lives that we lived under the apartheid regime. They have seen how people were killed. They have witnessed how people were tortured. They knew where we could go, where we were allowed to go, where we were not allowed to go. Buses written on, whites only, trains written on, whites only, and other side, me blancas. Also, no, no, that terminology. We physically can visualize that. Me blancas, meaning non whites. One bus, 
whites for whites only, other bus for non-whites, going to the same area, can all go to town. Chain later, whites downstairs, non-whites upstairs, etc. etc. These were the things that our children are unaware of. Look at, look at the education system. You have two people graduating with the same degree, Bachelor of Science, one is a white and one is a non-white. But the one who is a white person will get so much money and benefits that the non-white wouldn't get. Certain work, and this, this is the reality, this is the history of South Africa a few, de a few decades ago. Not a few centuries, a few decades ago. And yet, our children doesn't know about it. One day, a matric teacher calls me, and she asks me to speak on the days of apartheid, and the years of apartheid. Believe you me, and this is the danger that I see, that our children, we are going to forget our history. So they called me in to talk on apartheid. The children stared at me with big, big eyes. Couldn't believe this happened about 30, over 30 years ago. They couldn't believe that. My concern is, how quickly did we forget the history that we lived in? How quickly did we forget what has happened to us, to our fathers, to our forefathers? If we are not going to teach our children and remind them and educate them, they will never understand and never appreciate what they have today. The voice of uh, Sheikh Elfan Abrams. We're in the program Friday Nasiha, and we're looking at the current occurrences uh, in and around Masjid Al-Aqsa in Palestine. We go for a break. When we come back, we'll continue. Stay tuned on 91.3 FM. البرنامج عالدين في يوم الجمعة يوم الجمعة يوم الجمعة Programs of religion on a Friday only on the voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to Friday Nasiha yeah, on the Voice of the Cape. And of course, uh, we are speaking to Sheikh Irfan Abrams. We're speaking about the current occurrences at Masjid Al-Aqsa in Palestine. And Sheikh has drawn comparisons or a comparison between uh, what happened here in, in South Africa under the apartheid regime and... Uh, understanding that we should never forget and the scary thing that she had brought uh, to the fore is the fact that young people today many of them uh, have actually forgotten the horrors uh, that were present in the part of the regime and how people suffered of all uh, of all of all races or uh, suffered under the apartheid regime but particularly those who were non-white and um, now today if we look at the awareness and how important the awareness as she has mentioned uh, that so that when we talk about things such as Palestine, the people do not simply forget that. And uh, I hand back to Sheikh now to continue that. Yes, khair. And similarly, um, they can never accept that Israeli occupation has become a norm. Israeli occupation can never be a norm. And we can never accept it to be the norm. And this is why these programs are so valuable to me.
That's why when people talk about it, I sit and listen. When program is conducted, I love to listen to it. And I love our children to listen to it. And, you know, just come to think of it, I read yesterday in the Athlon News on page 5. Those who, don't have, those who have Athlon News, turn to page 5. This person is a lecturer at university. She says, when she mentioned about apartheid, for example, you talk about the, uh, the, the, the Trojan horse, for example. She asked the children, do you know about it? Everybody stares at her. Has no idea, and yet it's occurred as should be the head the mind of every South African. The world knows about it. Our youth doesn't know about it. My worry is how quickly we have forgotten our history. And she's going to stage a, 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 a screen show in the Baxter Theatre free of charge. In fact, my office made contact with her, uh, with this person, of the organization, to have that also played in the Athlon area. So you have all the schools, the Islamic high schools, the primary schools, and all schools around us. We have, we have a huge, massive hall that can, uh, that can um, uh, uh, have, uh, have about 1,500 people seated. To ask her to bring it to uh, the Athlon area and people that can screen there for us. Why? Our history is important. I mean, the history that we had. And what, what was that? But the reason we have now, that we lived in, we can be testimony, we have seen that history. Or oh, many of us can be testimony as we have actually seen that history. We need to keep that history alive amongst our, 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 our children. So, the main idea is, so they appreciate what they have and appreciate those who lost their lives for the sacrifice of our comfort. They sacrifice for our comfort. And it's important. Likewise, what's happening in the occupied, uh, with the Israeli occupation, and that we need to make people aware of what's happening in, in, in Palestine. We come back to the point is, what are we doing? It is so important that every person, a South African, must know if we look at apartheid in South Africa, I can tell you now, I was here a few times, apartheid in Israel is 100 times worse. Our black people in the townships have seen the evil of apartheid. We have seen the evil of, of apartheid. Apartheid in Israel is 100 times worse. We need to look at it. We need to educate our people, our children, of what is happening in Palestine. The oppression and the killings that have been happening over the, over the few decades in Palestine. And how the world is closing their eyes to the greatest masjid, the third highest masjid. And greatest masjid Islam, the Muslim leaders have betrayed the world, the Ummah. The Muslim leaders have turned their backs on this issue. Why? Because all of them are siding with the, with, with, with the enemy. We, with our noble efforts, may Allah grant us a barakat in what we are doing. Amen. To con continuously and consistently 
inform the people of update them of happenings so they learn and understand of the violation of the sanctity of the masjid which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen for the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for the Isra and the Mi'raj. I said to people last in the masjid, if Allah ta'ala so much, if Allah wanted, He could have taken our beloved Nabi Muhammad alayhi salatu wa salam on Mi'raj from Makkah to Mukarramah. From Makkah al Mukarramah. But Allah ta'ala has chosen Majl Aqsa for the Nabi alayhi salatu wa salam to travel to. So travel from Makkah to Majl Aqsa, to Al Aqsa. And from there, Allah Ta'ala has taken him above the seven heavens. If Allah wanted, Allah could have taken Nabi Sallallahu from Makkah. And the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam led the Salah for all the Anbiya in Majl Aqsa. So tells us that Majl Aqsa is impossible. And Majl Aqsa can be ignored. Totally impossible. But we need, if we are not going to remind our children of the role and the manzila that Majl Aqsa play in our lives, then we as ulama and we as parents and we as teachers, we have failed our children. We have failed the ummah. So, our little programs, short programs, is important. And I say to the people, the MGC and Al-Quds Foundation, for the past number of years, they travel from one masjid to another to update people, to inform them, to remind them of what is happening in Palestine and our duty to win Al-Majl Al-Aqsa. Mullah our president of the MGC, on a weekly basis, is on air, and people need to tune in to listen to the beautiful message that Mullah Ehsan Hindu gives on a weekly basis, and sometimes also Sheikh Ehsan uh, Talib. So we are having this coming Wednesday, this coming Sunday, the 4th of October, we're going to have what you call a war for freedom. The freedom for the Palestinian people and the freedom of Majlis al-Aqsa. We will continue to have these. We'll continue to have these kind of activities for two reasons. One, to bring the awareness to our people. And secondly, to make those who support Israel, to make them aware that we will cut ties with them. We will not support them. If our business people will not support them, how can we support those who, in, who, 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 who stand for apartheid? We implement apartheid. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant our people Khair and Barakah. And I want to say to the people of South Africa, we may be a minority, but we are very effective. They must continue with the good things they are doing. 
They must continue to have these activities and to remind those who support that who support uh, uh, the, uh, um, the apartheid Israel and in South Africa, we will remain and stand our legacy. The legacy that President, our former President Nelson Mandela has laid down for this country. That the people, that the people, we as South Africans can never be contented. We in South Africa can never be contented as long as Palestine is not free. As long as Palestine is not free, we can never really enjoy democracy. We can never enjoy contented with our freedom that we have as long as Palestine is under occupation. So we ask Allah to grant us tawfiq. And I ask and appeal to all the people, Muslim and non-Muslims, to be there for a walk of freedom. Every person must be there. That's our encouragement. And before, we used to ask people charging 20 rand for donation. This time, it will be free of charge. This time, it will be free of charge. So everybody comes. They will be addressed. They will be addressed by some senior politicians and ulama. They will be updated as to what is presently happening in the Masjid Al-Aqsa and the role that the women are taking in Masjid Al-Aqsa to prevent Zionists from entering the Masjid and occupying the Masjid. And the program will be a day that we will tell people we are united. We are united with the struggle of the Palestinian people and we are united in the preservation of Al-Quds and Al-Majl Al-Aqsa. So we will continue. And this is that we need to bring down to our children. We need to talk more about it. We need to talk more about it in our schools. We need to talk more about it to the teachers, to our educators. If they are informed, then it will filter through to our children. If our children are aware of it, they will live with it, they will know it, and they will always be connected to Al-Majdul Aqsa, knowing our duty and responsibility towards Al-Majdul Aqsa. The voice of uh, Sheikh uh, Irfan Abrams, the Imam of the Darul Islam Masjid, and of course uh, we're speaking about uh, Masjid Al-Aqsa, Palestine, and uh, the occurrences, uh, the happenings uh, that's been taking th- those those things that have happened in the past couple of weeks, and uh, the compound of uh, Masjid Al-Aqsa that has been invaded and uh, is uh, under control and occupation at this point in time. Uh, these, uh, as we, Sheikh has mentioned, there's a walk for Palestine, a uh, walk for freedom. Uh, that's of course MJ. Al Quds uh, PSA BDS uh, uh, and the Palestine, Palestine Solidarity Alliance uh, are all part of this uh, organizing this walk uh, Unite Against the Party at Israel and that's on the 4th of October at 8.30 uh, from the Cape Town Stadium and uh, this time around as Sheikh has mentioned the walk is entirely free there's no entrance fee at all and the numbers to contact if you want to find out more is 0829671656 or 082 5566 
We'll share the details with you again uh, later, inshallah. I mean, Sheikh, shukran so much uh, for joining us uh, this morning and sharing the beautiful nasiha with us. Uh, may we take heed of the, the words that we've listened to and uh, understand the dire situation that exists. And also, uh, once again, let's hope that uh, parents uh, take up the task of really educating the children around the heritage and history that they have in this country, and but also uh, conscientize them to what's happening outside of the borders. Now, fortunately, alhamdulillah, we are where we live in a conflict-free zone, inshallah. And shukran, Sheikh and all the best. I also to say salam to all my brothers at, uh, at Fuerberg Prison and, uh, in Portugal. I'm teaching them uh, every Thursday, teaching the Holy Quran. And I want to say that uh, I hope they also take heed of my message uh, with regards to Palestine and Masjid Al-Aqsa. And inshallah ta'ala, they must also, even they are in prison, they must continue to uh, convey the message to others, inshallah ta'ala. In conclusion, to all the other prisoners, wherever they are, make dua for them. And uh, they, where they are, they must make the best, observe the salah. And after this program, we'll move to other prisons. And I want to conclude on this, you know, yesterday at the class here, teaching how to read the Quran. And this is a method that I'm using. And there was a few brothers came, Christian brothers, also joined us for the first time. They were there yesterday. And believe you me, I was shocked. I was in tears. When I wrote the lesson on the board, the Christian brothers wrote it down and they could read it from the board. I was so um, I was so shocked. That I was shocked and so appreciative that Alhamdulillah as we could do something with the brothers. They said, Sheikh, don't forget to mention on the radio. Now I will do so. And all the brothers, all the other prisoners, all, all the other prisons, the time will come. It will come to them also to teach him to read the Holy Quran. So uh, may Allah, and, but I can also just advise him before I c- conclude, wherever you are, I know your circumstances are very difficult even sometimes to make salah, but where you are in your cell, where you are in your room, if it's time for salah, observe your salah, and doesn't mean you're in prison, you cannot observe your salah. So may Allah bless all of you, help you and assist you, and the difficulties that you go through, and uh, more importantly, observe your salah, and remember Allah Ta'ala, wherever you are, and Allah Ta'ala will make it easy for you, inshallah Ta'ala. Shukran Abrams, once again, shukran so much, and wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.